0: Hello, this is Richard schulte Hosseter from Black Creek to provide an update on fixed income within the Global Balance Fund on June 30th, 2021. In our last podcast, we mentioned two events that were impacting market participants' assumptions. First, the election of President Biden, and therefore the removal of Trump, and the large-scale acceptance and planned rollout of COVID vaccines, both of which led to markets pricing a greater likelihood of a return to growth. This has come to pass as we have seen U.S. GDP grow at a 6% rate in the first quarter and expectations are for a 10% growth rate in the second quarter. Global benchmark equity indices have hit all-time highs, high-yield corporate bond yields have hit all-time lows, and investment-grade corporate bond yields are just off their new lows hit in December. Corporate default rates are down this year compared to 2020 and 2019, according to rating agencies S&P and Moody's. Additionally, this environment continues to be supported by extremely accommodative fiscal and monetary policies around the globe. The Federal Reserve and other central banks continue to buy government bonds, and fiscal spending remains elevated with the idea of supporting the recovery from COVID. Government bond yields remain the outlier in terms of sitting around all-time extreme levels. The benchmark US 10-year yield, for example, is hovering around 1.5%, around the same level as last February, before the COVID crisis hit in earnest, but higher than the 0.5% lows reached last summer. There are still $13 trillion of negative yielding debt globally. That's a lot, but not as much as the 18 trillion at the end of 2020. So today, the next two questions the market is trying to answer are, is all this government stimulus coupled with pent up demand being unleashed as we reopen going to result in a period of persistent inflation? And secondly, When is monetary and fiscal policy going to stop being so accommodative? To be sure, inflation, as measured by US CPI, has picked up from 0% to 5% over the past year. But the debate centers around whether it will remain elevated or return to the 2% level we hovered around 2017, 18 and 19. If inflation remains elevated, central banks may be forced to raise benchmark interest rates, which could end up being a headwind to bond and equity valuations. Similarly, if governments remove policies supporting liquidity, it could raise risk premiums, again leading to valuation headwinds. We remain vigilant in watching for these risks. However, our crystal ball remains foggy. Now, what doesn't remain foggy is our view on how to navigate through this, navigate through this fog. I'll reiterate what we shared in 2019. We look to construct your fixed income portfolio with the stability of a three-legged stool. We invest for the long-term, we invest in bonds that carry higher yields and we look to reduce the probability of default by investing in market share leading winning businesses this stool allows us to increase the probability of earning the highest yield possible at a sufficient premium to government bonds to compensate us for both known and unknown risks so with that let me share two recent additions to your portfolio the first is a samsonite bond samsonite is a market share leader in luggage Over 100 years old, Samsonite owns luggage brands Samsonite, American Tourister and Toomey and also outdoor brands Gregory and High Sierra. Samsonite's bonds cheapened during the pandemic as global travel virtually stopped and naturally luggage sales quickly followed suit. However, Samsonite maintains sufficient liquidity on its balance sheet to continue to innovate and update luggage design and develop materials using recycled plastic bottles. The company has been also able to continue to pay their bills, so to speak, allowing them to maintain strong relationships with their distributors and suppliers, unlike many smaller regional competitors. So as we reopen and consumers return to travel and have an occasion to purchase new luggage, we expect Samsonite to be offering a product range that is new and innovative, while there will be fewer competitors offering less newness. We expect Samsonite to deleverage and meet all their debt obligations. A second edition is a bond issued by Rackspace Technology. Rackspace started as a data center hosting company. As Amazon, Microsoft, and Google began to dominate this space, Rackspace was unable to compete. So in 2016, Rackspace was taken private and restructured into a company focused on offering software and consulting services to companies who wanted to move their IT infrastructure to the cloud using the product offerings of Amazon, Microsoft, and Google. So Rackspace pivoted from being a competitor competitor of these technology behemoths to becoming a partner. Today, Rackspace works with these cloud partners to create cloud solutions, allowing businesses of all sizes around the globe to take advantage of the scale, technology, and power of the likes of Amazon Web Services and Microsoft Azure. The pandemic has forced many companies to rethink and reinvest in their technology needs and infrastructure. And Rackspace is at the heart of this trend. We expect revenue and cash flow to grow and their credit credit profile to improve. We continue to scour for fixed income instruments with properties of high yields and low probabilities of default, thanks to being a winning business. So thank you for your continued support and have a great summer.